everything you physically touch turns to grade A crapola. Have you ever had one of those days? Well, yeah, it happens. Yeah. But like, that's the first thing you said to me when I walked in this morning. <laughs> no, I mean, you were clearly riding the struggle bus when I when I walked in here. <laughs> Man. So I don't know what's going on. I don't either. I can't figure it out, but yeah. I touch it and it just breaks. You know what I mean? So, And I've had a, a full morning uh, yeah. since 1 o'clock this morning. I've had a full morning of that kind of stuff going on tipping over coffee at home not here yeah. tipping over coffee let's see here breaking this and breaking that i don't know you know what i think it is i'm gonna blame i'm gonna blame jimmy because jimmy called me a bull in a china shop yesterday and it's a right. self-fulfilling prophecy that yeah. that's exactly what happened when you called me the bull in the china shop yesterday and i was the only one that said that no, she did. Okay. Yeah. Right. Just but she's been doing that for forty years. She's been calling me Taz for forty years. I know. I just yeah. the only you child call me only bullish. child syndrome kicked in. Wait <laughs> no, a minute. Wait a minute. I remember no, stuff. I'm not picking on you because I got good. <laughs> I got a lot of good stuff to say about you in just a minute. But but no, it just it's been one of those mornings. Well, so can we just get this over with before I break something in here? <laughs> well, why don't you just blame the echoey room? Maybe that's what's <laughs> causing is, your problems. Though. Is, Mer is Mercury in retrograde? Oh, uh, yeah. man, yeah. We got an echoey, echoey, echoey. What would you say? Echoey, echoey room. Uh, yep. We'll explain. Don't worry. We'll explain. So, um, okay, so it's hot. Did anybody figure that out? You know, it, it, have you looked at the calendar? Anybody looked at the calendar? Anybody looked at the calendar? Do you know what month it is? Hot-uary. That's it. Yeah. That's the one. And so, just stay inside. You know, everybody's making a big deal about it. Yes, it's hot. Elaine, you can attest the dogs don't even want to go outside to go no. potty. It's too hot. Oh, oh no, he, my he moonshine stays inside. I'm, I was telling Trey this morning, it's hard for me to keep Ralph in the doors Yeah, now. yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to start going inside now. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. going to do what the dogs do. I'm, I'm, <laughs> behind go, go the behind couch? the couch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll rattle a newspaper couch, at you. nothing right in the middle of the hallway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, usually I go out. Usually I go stand at the door and Nancy lets me out. But, uh, <laughs> scratches at the door. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? going to go behind the couch. I said, no, I'm going to stay inside now. What? Uh, but, you know, and I, they're doing these stories on the news up here about Death Valley is really hot. No crap, Sherlock. Are you kidding? Called, of course it's hot in it's Death Valley. Death Valley. Yeah, yeah. It's the closest place on planet Earth to the sun. Of course it's going to be hot in Death Valley. What do you want? So it's, it's hot in Death Valley. Look at the steam coming up. That's when you know that the news has nothing else to talk about. When they're out there filming Death Valley and going, it's really hot in July in Death Valley. Did anybody figure that one out? Yeah. Really? I mean, at 8.30 p.m., it was still 101 or something oh, yeah. like that. It's that, that way all night. crazy. Yeah, it stays that way all night long. And you people quit walking your dogs at 12 or 1 in the afternoon. It's not their fault you're fat. Go out there and beat them up, Elaine. <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> she said, it's not your fault they're fat. It's not their fault you're fat. You're it's fat. not their fault. Yeah. <laughs> quit burning their feet. It's not their fault you're fat. It, yeah. it does hurt their little paws. Of course it does. Absolutely. Well, that was the thing about Death Valley. They're, they're shooting video of people going out there and running. At 3 o'clock in the afternoon in Death Valley, it's 133 degrees. Yeah. And they're out there jogging. Okay, so... You can do that. It's America. It's America, and we live here because it's free country, supposedly. Right. So you welcome to do that. But when you fall over dead, I don't want to hear nobody right. crying for your ass. Here's the thing. You can do that, but don't do that. It's probably <laughs> Well, that's right. You're free to do that, but, but don't. But you probably shouldn't. Right, yeah. right, exactly right. right, yeah. I don't know what you're trying to prove by doing something like that. Well, it's a TikTok video. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, hey, look, everybody's looking at me, you know.
But Elaine's right. Uh, the dog's paws are not built to walk on hot asphalt. No. Uh, neither are you. So just knock it off. You know, that, that, that's all you got to say. Yeah. But I'm not your daddy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do, what not to do. You do what you you do you, but don't do your dogs in the process. If yeah. you want to go out there and walk, do it by yourself. Okay. He's not your daddy, but he likes when you call him that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you close. You real close right there. <laughs> ah, you close. All right, so I got to I got to do a couple of news things here because um, well, my question is, where's Don Johnson when you need him? You know, I never watched that show. I, I every once in a while I tune it in. Miami Vice, right? Yeah. But it seems to me that in every single episode, he found the coke. He did. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I, you know, at that time, he was using a lot of it. I understand, but uh, <laughs> so it was great that he could find it because he, you know, kept his own personal stash going. Him and Melanie, they were having some good times, weren't they? But really, seriously, um, the booger sugar cover-up at Joe Obama's White House. What a what a cover-up, man. But, you know, are you surprised? No, really? Come on. not at all. I don't think there is anybody who was surprised by it. Not at all. all. The uh, only uh, thing that I liked is that they didn't plant it on someone else in someone else's yeah, life. I was, I was waiting for got that. Got messed up. That was right. the only thing where I was like, well, at least they didn't do that. But, you know, good, close, and huh? good for the Biden family taking the high road on this Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're applauding them. Uh, did you say high road? <laughs> yeah, Jimmy got it. <laughs> All of y'all have been walking around this week, and all of y'all have been sniffing, so I know where the booger sugar ended up. Yeah. Uh, so the case is closed, says the, uh, says the Social Security Administration, uh, the Secret Service, and the FBI and the Homeland Security, they all work together on this mm-hmm. in the most secure building on planet Earth, and they couldn't find out who did it. That makes you feel secure, doesn't it? <laughs> that makes you feel like, boy, if FBI, Homeland Security, and the Secret Service were working together and they couldn't figure out who left a package of white powder in the White House, the most secure building on planet Earth, we're all in trouble, okay? And there's no cameras where That's what they said. Place. They're full of crap. There's no video footage. Been yeah, there. You nailed that one. You said the cameras were going to get the Epstein sure, disease. Sure, man. It was the whole yeah. Epstein treatment. The cameras weren't working. They didn't have the cameras trained. Look, been there. Okay, so here I was telling Elaine, when you walk up, before you even walk up the drive to go in, unless you are family or the highest of the government officials, like Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, those people, you walk up to these guys and, you know, they, they brush your hands with that stuff to see if you've got explosive material on your hands. You stick your tongue out because they want to look in your mouth. So you have to do the whole doctor, uh, and they look in there. And then you pull your pockets out. You inside out your pockets and pull them out just to make sure there's nothing in your pockets. They do everything except a rectal exam, and I'm serious about that. They go up and down with the magnetometer. Then you walk through a magnetometer. They go up and down with the explosive stuff. This is before you even get to the White House itself to walk through the threshold. And that's when they do the cavity search. That's pr- pretty much yeah, <laughs> pretty much right. And where this stuff was allegedly found, you, you don't – like these cubbies they keep talking about. There's 182 of them, but it's a little bitty room. Don, it's about the size of your room, okay? Right. And there's a Secret Service dude in that room – 24 hours a day, it's never unmanned. In other words, those cubbies are never unmanned. So it was uh, cubby number 50 that had the cocaine in it. The key to cubby number 50 is still missing. All the other 182 keys are there. Well, 181, uh, because cubby number 50's key is missing. And at all times, there is a Secret Service agent in that room. Like you're sitting there now, Mm -hmm. 
people would come in and put the stuff in a cubby and walk out, but you would never leave. Right. And then when you're relieved of duty, another one signs in and comes in and sits down and watches that room the whole time when somebody puts a phone in there. Because why? Because they want to see, they want to observe what you're locking up in the cubby. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're observing. Every time somebody comes in to put something in the cubby, they're watching and they're watching. And they're, this is a secret service who, after JFK had his head blown off in Dallas, they are really supposed to be tight, you know, tightened up on the president. So this is a bunch of crap, okay? This is not true. They are, they are insulting the intelligence of the American people by saying the camera didn't work, we couldn't get DNA, we couldn't get fingerprint analysis off of this thing. We have no idea who did it. So if you want to take ricin up there and kill everybody in the White House, I guess they, they're going to let you do it. And that was my point when this happened. The people that the uh, big media press, I can't do it from here, but the big media press should have put the pressure on the Secret Service from day one. This is your integrity. This is your deal. You own this. You have got to announce who it is. Otherwise, all the faith, all the trust, all the hope in the Secret Service is over with. And I put that on Facebook yesterday. I said, fire every one of them. Fire every one of them in a White House detail because they can't keep the building or the the, uh, occupants of that building safe, obviously. That could have been anthrax. It could have been. It could have been anything. And you've been saying that all week. All week. All week, ever since this happened. And now, you know, we find out that two times last year they had marijuana up there, and I'm sure they had marijuana more than that. They've had all kinds of crap in there since Joe Biden has. This is a regular Animal House toga party. It really is. It's like toga, 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 <laughs> and Hunter's leading the dance without any clothes on. He loves togas, by the way. He gets to flip flop around all morning. You know what I mean? That's, that's him. So anyway, Ew. right? Thanks, Trey. Uh huh. Make Coke story worse. They had drug problem and didn't. Oh, I know. That I made. These are my notes. Yeah. <laughs> my notes. And I get to the last one. Make Coke story worse. They had a drug problem. They didn't fix it. So the marijuana thing, they found marijuana twice last year. And what makes the Coke story worse is they already knew they had a drug problem in the White House, and they didn't do anything to fix it. They already knew that they were finding illicit drugs in the White Maybe House. Maybe it was medicinal marijuana. Well, they didn't say that. you know. Joe, and and look, soothe him. The, the, the deal is, you know, it's still illegal. Federally, it's illegal. Well, in D.C., it's not. But it doesn't matter. Federally, it's illegal. Well, right? what's the and law, that's a federal building. What's the law in D.C. that you can have, like, up to an ounce or something? Yeah, it's a small amount. But not in the, the White House. It's a federal building. It's, it's kind of like, okay, we can make it. It's, gotcha, it, it's gotcha. not illegal in California, all right? But the federal buildings in California, you go to the federal courthouse, it's illegal in the federal courthouse, right? So it's still illegal in that building. But the point is they knew they had an illicit drug problem, and they didn't fix it between September of last year and this year. So they already knew they had a problem. And so the Secret Service is, is fully to blame. And the reason, the reason they are fully to blame is that they're lying to you. They're insulting your intelligence. They're trying to make you believe that they couldn't figure out who got cocaine in the White House when it was Hunter Biden. Someone and they got paid know off. it was Hunter Biden, huh? Someone got paid off. Sure enough. They I'd know it was that, Hunter. Uh, FBI and Secret Service parking lot and yeah. see who leaves in a Bentley. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Which Secret Service? Very, yeah. <laughs> who's got a brand new Ferrari? <laughs> a red one. Because <laughs> isn't that what the drug dealers drive? The red Ferrari. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, yeah, they're, they're not going to out Hunter. they got to get him past July 26th so they don't bounce his butt off to jail and make Dad, Joe Obama mad. By the way, speaking of Hunter, 61% believe Hunter got special treatment in the plea deal. Of course, 49% of Democrats believe that his court date is July 26th. By the way,
Hunter's attorney sent a cease and desist letter to Trump yesterday because of social media posts that Trump has been putting up saying that Hunter could get hurt. The attorney saying we are one post away from Hunter getting hurt. So, uh, Mr. Donald Trump, you need to stop posting about Hunter. Wait just a damn minute. This is coming from the folks that have slandered Donald Trump, called him every name, accused him of every single crime, including grabbing women where you don't grab women. They have accused him of keeping secret documents. They've accused him of all kinds of things that would get him killed. And he puts up a social media post that says that's Hunter's cocaine. We all know it. We all know it's Hunter's cocaine. And you want him to cease and desist when you guys carried on about Russian collusion? You guys have carried you've got you 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 Democrats, including you attorneys for, for, for Hunter, I know all these names, have been have been slandering and impeaching the character in the name of all the Trump people, including, by the way, Trump's six foot seven son, Barron. Remember when you guys took in after him and he received death, death threats for being nothing more than a kid with the last name Trump, thanks to you guys and the Democrats. And now <laughs> Hunter may get killed. Let me tell you something. If anything happens to Hunter, it's because he snorted too much. Okay? Not because Donald Trump put up a social media post. Hunter, the biggest threat to Hunter's life is Hunter. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. America's Diamond offers our five-year, 60-month final. 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. That's the King Elvis. We found out that his daughter, Lisa Marie, uh, died from a bowel obstruction. She had uh, bariatric bypass surgery and had a bowel obstruction from that, which can happen. And that was the number one cause of death, so says the dude doing the autopsy. However, she had opioids in her system, uh, hydrocodone. She also had a drug that fights opioid addiction in her system, and she had an antipsychotic drug in her system as well. So there you go. So, yeah, uh, Joe Obama has called up 3,000 reservists to support the Ukrainian war. Now, I know that there's a lot of talk online about these guys. This is the boots going into the troops, boots on the ground, you know, kind of thing. Uh, well, they, they, sell, they, they wink and tell us no. But what this is is effectively saying to Vlad, uh, you know, you punch first because we're here for war. We're War Three, So go ahead. You do the first punch, and we're here. Uh, he rushed 20,000 troops to Europe when the war started. More than 100,000K are there now. The White House and the Pentagon assure us this will not be used in conflict. They're just there to support troops to Ukraine. Uh, nothing for the border. I think that's pretty interesting as well. We have a wide open border, and he will do nothing. In fact, I have a, a story that's going to blow the lid off of what Joe Bama is doing down at the border right now to get more people into the United States. He's fighting every move that Governor Abbott is taking. And I'll do that story right after 6 o'clock this morning. So you definitely want to be listening right after 6. Chip Roy is going to join me at 6.50 or 6.45 this morning. And we're going to talk about all this nonsense that's going on in D.C. concerning, of course, the booger sugar cover-up and everything else that's going on. But they're catching now camel-wearing migrants in the Arizona desert. Yuma Sector Border Patrol agents now encountering a group of camouflage-wearing illegal immigrants in Arizona Sonoran Desert. 
They're hiking in triple-digit heat out there, crossing the border from Mexico into Arizona, and they're wearing Army fatigues. Not our Army. I've been telling you now for months on end that when Joe Biden opened the border, that other nations have been sending their troops in here ready, set, and go. They're waiting for the highest sign from, I suspect, I happen to believe, based on what people tell me that, that know these things, I happen to believe that China has a well-positioned army of folks, young men in the United States, ready to do the do when Xi and China say to do the do. And that would mean watch Taiwan, and when they move on Taiwan, watch how we don't respond. Number one, we don't have any ammo, and number two, Xi makes a phone call to Joe Bama and says, you do anything to stop us in Taiwan and Los Angeles and New York and San Antonio and all these places, go boom. You think I'm kidding, but that's exactly where we are. And we've got these people here that are wearing camouflage as they come across the border. Tell me that's just some poor guy from Venezuela or El Salvador who's trying to get a better life. Okay. I believe you. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Learn to make money five ways with... I'm calling it the booger sugar cover-up at Joe Bama's White House. White powder in the White House. And the Secret Service called in the FBI and called in Homeland Security. And, you know, we couldn't get enough DNA. We couldn't get enough fingerprints. And the cameras weren't working. So we don't have any idea who left it behind in a room where a Secret Service agent is posted 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, 2 feet from a little cubby. And, by the way, the key to that cubby? is missing, although there's 181 other keys that are just fine in those cubbies. That key's gone. And we have no idea who left the boogie sugar there in the White House. Well, I don't know. Okay. Either these these people are a bunch of incompetent buffoons. All right. Okay. That's the first thing. Either that, these are the two options you have at this point with the boogie sugar cover-up at Joe Bama's White House. The two options you have. Number one is these are a bunch of incompetent buffoons because they called in the FBI and they called in Homeland Security, really? You want to tell me, you want to tell me that the FBI can find a thousand guys that were at J6 and lock them up and throw away the key and they can't find whose booger sugar that is? Yeah, okay. All right, so that's your first option. They're just incompetent buffoons, which really doesn't bode well for the president, who I said from day one he should be really pissed and out there screaming because I got my grandkids and my wife and people that I love and people that I work with in this building, and that could have been anthrax and that could have been ricin. So you find who it is, I want their head on my table. But he never said anything, did he? And when asked about it, he turned on his heels and ran as fast as he could to the exits. The president never once 
address this issue. He refused to answer any questions about the booga sugar who left it. He wouldn't talk about it. He knows. He knows. And the second option is all these agencies know whose it is, hunters. They know that. Got the video. They got all this other stuff. They know. They know exactly who it is. But they're lying to you, and they're insulting your intelligence, saying, we don't know. They're insulting you. You see, they have been so weaponized by the Democrats and the left wing, the left wing lunatics in this country. They've been so weaponized that they will take a bullet and cover up for a crackhead. You think about that for a minute. That's the Secret Service. That's the FBI. And that's Homeland Security. They're supposedly the top investigative and security agencies on planet Earth next to the Mossad. And they can't figure this one out when there's cameras every two inches in that building. And the amount of procedural stuff you go through just to get into that building. And you can't figure out through DNA analysis, fingerprints, and camera analysis, and talking to agents inside the building. You can't figure it out. Okay. All right. Well, then, if you're that competent, every damn one of you need to be fired. Every damn one of you. Every damn one of you. Because that means if the president goes back to Dealey Plaza, he's in real danger again. So what's, the pro- what, what's up with this? 210-599-5555. Is it we have two options? If you can think of another one, tell me what the third option is. Tell me what the fourth option, fifth option. But I can only come up with two. And the first one is... The Secret Service and Homeland Security and the FBI are so incompetent that they cannot figure out who brought white powder into the White House. Okay, The most secure and most observed on a continuous basis building on planet Earth. And they can't figure it out. So they're that incompetent. That's choice number one. And choice number two is they're so corrupt that they are lying to the American people and saying, we can't figure it out, when they know whose it is, they know exactly what happened, they know exactly how it got there, they know exactly who brought it there, they know everything there is to know about it, but they're so corrupted that they're going to lie to you and tell you they have no idea. Those are your options. Can anybody think of another one? Those are the two options we have available to us right now. We have no other options available. They're either a bunch of buffoons who can't do their job. Just like, as I said last week, the guys who watched Jeffrey Epstein, we don't believe that either. The man was murdered in a jail cell. People were paid off to look the other way. And that's what we got going on here. So I'm, for myself, I'm not going with the buffoon thing, okay? I'm going with the corrupt thing. That they are so corrupt by the swamp, they are the swamp, that they're willing to insult our intelligence as the American people. They're willing to lie to us to cover for a crackhead. You think about that for a minute. They're willing to tell 350 million Americans, we don't have any idea who did this in this building because they want to cover for a crackhead. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Now, as I say this, I realize that most of America could give a crap less. They really don't care. 
Most of America has been lulled into what they call the opioid of the masses. Uh, they, they said it was religion at the time, but their religion has been replaced by God, and now it's the secular state. It's the state. That's their religion now, the Democrats. And I'm here to tell you, <laughs> for what they are doing to weaponize these agencies, right, and do cover-ups for Democrats and the lunatic left in this country means they're weaponized enough to come after you. And they're going to. Victor, you're on KTSA with Trey. Which is it? Is it they are a bunch of buffoons or are they lying to you? Which is it, Victor? I got option three. I think uh, Chapo is working a deal with Biden. Should be coming out soon from, uh, where's he at? What's uh, that? From Max Prison? I'm sorry, the phone line is messing up there, Victor. If you'll call back, we'll give you another shot at it there. Angelo, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. It's obviously option two, Trey. Um, but you're right. I, I don't I don't care about the cocaine, whose it is. Just the fact that they are so brazen that they, you know, it, it's almost like they try to. That's right. They, they, they press and, and try and dare. But, yeah. you know, that's right. It's not getting it's not getting pushed hard enough though. What was the issue a few weeks ago when Grassley had the, the quote unquote smoking gun, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, poof, it's gone. You yeah. don't hear anything else about it. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Republicans, the GOP, are pressing hard enough. I, I don't either. Uh, you're 100 percent right. I, the 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 issue, and thank you, Angelo. Appreciate your call. Be safe out there. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. The issue is not the cocaine, right? The issue is. A completely corrupted government to the point where the people who are in charge of security and safety at the White House of our highest levels of government, they're willing to be corrupted enough uh, to, to, to give a crackhead a pass. We all know whose it is. And they're willing to give him a pass to cover for him so that he does not get in trouble. Instead of saying, uh, we know who it is. It's that guy right there who faces a court in a couple of weeks, and if this were connected to him, that totally screws up his plea deal in a couple of weeks, and they know it. So Big Daddy Joe Obama, you know, calls down the hallway to the boss of the Secret Service, screams his head off. I'm sure he used the F word and everything else because that's what he does, right? Uh, threatened and bullied them, and they decided uh, to, to knuckle under. I have a question, and I, I, I don't expect it's going to be answered, but it is directed at Secret Service folks all across the country and Homeland Security folks all across the country because they were involved in this investigation and FBI folks all across the country. Now, again, you're probably not going to call me, but... I'm just curious, if you're with one of these agencies that was involved in this investigation, it's clear they're lying. You know it. If you're, if you're with the Secret Service, if you're with the FBI, if you're with Homeland Security, you know they're lying. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying your bosses and the people up in D.C. in the swamp, they're lying. And you know they are. If you're an FBI person right now and you're listening to me, if you're Secret Service and you're listening to me, if you're Homeland Security and you're listening to me, you know they're lying. Are you going to... Are you going to continue to be affiliated with that agency? Are you going to continue to work there? You are, aren't you? 
Are you going to speak out and say anything? You probably won't, right? Because you got a pension coming up. You got to have the check, man. You got kids to feed, and you need the you got to get that pension, man. I'm really close. I got 20 in, man. I'm close, right? So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. When you know in your heart of hearts the right thing to do is speak up because it's the silence of people inside these agencies that have allowed them to become corrupted. When when the corruption started years ago, it was the silence of people inside the agencies who went along with the corruption and said, you know, God, i got to get that pension, man. i got to keep my mouth shut. That's, what, that's how you ended up with, with the corruption that you've got. But one more thing about that pension and bringing that paycheck home to take care of those kids and grandkids. Your silence is creating an extremely dangerous world for your kids and your grandkids. They're going to grow up in a dangerous world that's being created by the corruption of people in D.C. and your silence. Robert, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I I know we got to keep track of all the thousands of things that are going on here, but I just have one word for you. Distraction. Yeah, I know. This is such a big, blatant thing. I'm wondering what story we're now missing. God, Robert. We got we can't let go of this. Man, Robert, I said that last week. I, I said this this makes you wonder what they're doing because you, you're right. You just nailed it, man. Um, whatever they're trying to, to, to distract us with you know, at the moment, and they do it a million times, and this time it's cocaine in the White House, that means something else is going on. They announced yesterday they're calling up all these reservists you know, for the, for, for, for the Ukrainian war. So, uh, you know, I happen to say that Joe Biden has put 100,000-plus troops in Europe. And that is saying to Vladimir Putin, here we are. You punch first, and World War III is on. So maybe it's that. I don't have the answer for what they are trying to distract us from. But you're right on the money, Robert, and thank you for your call. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, Trey Ware here. Mute 54 now with Trey Ware at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Up in Austin, you know what happened up there, right? Uh, all the police left. Uh, they defunded the police in Austin. We went through this, and uh, all the police took off. C- crime, of course, skyrocketed in Austin. So they made a deal with the governor to put some DPS officers on the ground in Austin, some troops up there. And uh, crime started to go down, right? Well, they had an encounter the other day where the DPS officer encountered some folks and the new mayor of Austin said, DPS officer pointed a gun at a 10-year-old. I'm cutting that deal off. We're not doing that anymore because the DPS officer pointed a gun right at a 10-year-old child here in Austin. The deal, it's over. I I, I demand that the governor remove these DPS officers from, from Austin. I'm cutting the deal off. DPS release the full body cam footage. Damn lie. There was never a gun pointed at a 10-year-old. Never happened. The mayor must have made it up. But it was a lie. Didn't happen. You, you see, when you get a super hyper-liberal folks, Democrats, in a hyper-liberal place like Austin, Texas, they don't want cops. They, they are bound to determine. 
to have look the democrats want people to be killed they're totally good with it because they're good with this whole thing about defunding police getting rid of police and all that stuff and every place and every time it's happened the crime has skyrocketed wherever it's gone on and they're good with it they're solid with it they're beholden to blm and all the radicals out there the democrats are and they got to have that blm money they got to have all that money from george soros and all that money from the radicals the chief of police in austin is begging for the dps to be put back in place up there so the governor went around the mayor told the mayor go to hell so many words and put 30 additional state troopers in austin to tamp down crime because every time they remove officers and it happens everywhere we fought this with proposition one here and every single time you see the crime take off crime skyrockets crime goes through the ceiling and that's what they've been having in austin and the dps are doing a great job in Austin of protecting the people in Austin. The DPS is also doing a great job of keeping people from getting into our country illegally. But after the 6 o'clock news, I'm going to tell you who their biggest opponent is in the fight at the border. As the governor and the DPS they continue to try to keep illegals from coming into the country so they can't go to Tennessee and rape little boys. As the governor continues the fight on the border, you're going to be amazed at who his biggest opposition is. And I'll just tell you right now, it's not the cartels. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Sadly, millions of pets are euthanized in America. All right. Good morning, San Antonio. 605 Trayware 550 KTSA FM 107.1 at the Trayware page at KTSA.com. Well, the bug sugar cover-up at the White House. I'm going to talk more about that coming up this half hour. And my friend Chip Roy is going to join me in the next half hour. And he and I will talk about the bug sugar cover-up at Joe Obama's White House. But right now, I want to tell you about a story that investigative reporter Todd Benzman, who's been down at the border reporting from there for quite some time and digging into what's going on behind the scenes at the border. And, you know, we've been talking about the efforts that the state of Texas has made, including the buoys that have been put in the water, the razor wire that has been put up up and down the border and so on. The Texas DPS and Texas National Guard has been down there trying to keep people from coming into Texas. Now, Todd Benzman has posted a story from Eagle Pass. There's a ranch there owned by Hugo and Magali Urbina. Now, every single day, people are trying to make it across the border onto that ranch. And the Department of Public Safety is there, deployed by Governor Greg Abbott. However, there is a white tent that has been set up there, and under that tent is U.S. Border Patrol agents. And what's happening is, wherever the DPS stops people from coming in with razor wire, etc., the U.S. Border Patrol goes and gets them and welcomes them and escorts them across the border into our country. The U.S. Border Patrol. 
So where our DPS from Texas is trying to keep people out, and they're very effective in a lot of respects in doing it, razor wire, all kinds of stuff, as I mentioned, the buoys, as they're, be, they're, they're being successful keeping people out, the people are simply walking up and down the border until they find U.S. Border Patrol agents who go and welcome them and get them and put them on buses to be delivered all over the United States. And people wonder how you get an illegal alien in the country to Franklin, Tennessee to rape little boys. This is how it happens. Our government, when I tell you on this show, and I've said it a number of times, when I tell you our government is the biggest, the biggest purveyor and perpetrator of human trafficking, that's what I mean. That our government is involved in human trafficking every single day. Just outside the property's fence on the ranch there, between the river and the farm, Texas DPS authorities stand guard as people are trying to get up. U.S. Border Patrol letting them in, and we're doing our part in order to keep them out, said DPS Highway Patrol Sergeant Rene Cordova. Fortifications that they have built stop the migrants from crossing onto Urbina's farm, but Border Patrol have torn down the fences that DPS is putting up. So DPS is putting up fences, and the Border Patrol is tearing the fences down so that the people can get in. The Urbinas, leasing that long stretch of their riverfront to the Border Patrol at the expense of you and me, the taxpayer, they dug a walkway ramp down to the river to make that steep bank more accessible. They got tractors because it's a steep bank up that that people were having to come across the river and climb up that bank. So they got tractors and they dug it down like a boat ramp at the at the lake so they could just walk up and down. Make it across the river and you just walk up there. And, I, you know, Benzman is saying this is a, an absurd civil war, pitting two of America's forces, one controlled by Texas, the other by Washington, D.C., against each other. He's right. Governor Abbott sent state troopers to occupy Urbana's land on the grounds that criminal activity was taking place. And then Texas bulldozed the river ramp, string, stringing rows of barbed wire across it, planting a large sign that says, we will find you, you cannot pass here. And then when the state discovered that the Urbinas had opened gates on their property to allow illegals across, the DPS chained them shut and piled dirt on both sides of the opening. You can't get across here. Now, Border Patrol agents are telling Benzman that they abhor having to escort illegal aliens into the country, but they're merely following orders from Joe Obama, from Alejandro Mayorkas, obviously. Texas Department of Public Safety officers will not let us pass, says a Venezuelan. So what they do is they walk several hundred yards upriver to a spot where they see the green uniformed American immigration officers and they turn themselves into them, who then take them and put them on a bus to be, to be dispersed throughout the United States. With $10 billion in new state appropriations, 
Greg Abbott with the State Police and the National Guard have turned that part of the borderlands into a garrison complete with makeshift walls of cargo containers, steel fencing, ubiquitous wire, those buoys we've been telling you about. The activity is so intense that it's reshaped the river itself. There are islands that they have had to do, you know, various things to the, to the, to the brush and everything on the island. So it's reshaping the river itself. And they planted a Texas state flag there. And they're not allowed to cross. And our guys are stopping them. You got a 44-acre island essentially erased, filling a, a thin fork of the river with soil and sand. The state has also gone through and thousands of yards of riverbank down from Eagle Pass, bulldozing the access roads and the stationing camouflage, the National Guard personnel and DPS officers along it, Texas boats and helicopters and military equipment and drones and police from other states like Florida. You, you got a multi-layered bulwark there really you really do and texas and the other states like florida and south dakota and other doing what they can to keep people out but the u.s border patrol on orders from alejandro mayorkas they go and tear our fencing down that we're putting up so that people can get across and the people know this so that when they get to a place where they can't cross because DPS troopers, are there, they just walk up the river a little bit. And the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol people welcome them into the country. Welcome them in. Come on. And they put them on a bus. Now, I, I, I got to tell you, the people at Border Patrol who are saying we're merely following orders, I think that's a bunch of crap. Okay? I'm just being honest with you. I think that's a bunch of crap. The reason we are in this place that we are, where the Secret Service and Homeland Security and FBI can lie to you about the booger sugar at Joe Obama's White House, is because the boots on the ground have stayed silent for so long that these agencies continue to be corrupted and weaponized against the United States of America. That's what's happened. People inside these agencies have refused over the years to speak up. Well, I got a pension coming, baby. I got to keep my, I got to protect my pension. And what's happening over time is we are degrading the security and the safety of the United States of America. It's not about a little bit of cocaine found at the White House, folks. It's about these agencies who refuse to do what they're supposed to do. Refuse to, in fact, do the opposite of what they're supposed to do. The Border Patrol is supposed to arrest people who are coming in here illegally. That's what they're supposed to do, not welcome them and put them on a bus and send them across the country to hell with what the boss says. I'm not doing that. And if it costs me my job, well, guess what? I'm going to go do something else. But I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do the opposite of what I'm supposed to do. I took an oath to defend this country. My Arcus, you know, he's one of the most corrupt individuals we've ever had, and he's trying to destroy this country from within by importing people, camouflage people walking across the border in Arizona. And so when you folks call me and you say to me, which has happened on a number of occasions, why isn't Texas doing anything to stop this? Well, there you go. Texas is. We've got shipping containers and razor wire and boots on the ground and helicopters and men and women walking along with guns, and they're keeping people from climbing those riverbanks. But those people just go a few miles up that way or a few miles down that way to where U.S. Border Patrol agents are who welcome them with open arms. Andrew, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. All that going on, and yet we still have Republicans in office not doing anything. I think it all goes back just to weak Republicans that we have 
Well, it could be. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But how do you explain why the DPS is having to fight Joe Biden and having to fight Alejandro Mayorkas? I, I, I agree with you that, yes, okay, we'll stipulate that there's weak Republicans. Fine. But you're going to blame them for all of this? No, no, no. I'm not blaming them. Oh, for that's all what it sounded. That okay, all right. That's what it sounded like. No, no. Okay. No, it's definitely an issue that they're just not standing up and fighting for this. This is, I mean, this is national security. Yeah. Stuff that should be. They took yeah. the oath as well. Yeah. And they're not. They're not upholding it. I agree. And we're not doing anything to hold them accountable. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But it's not their entire fault. But you're right. I no, do no, agree no, with yeah. you. We've got. We've got a governor, and I know a lot of people complain about him. But we've got a governor who has surged forces down there. The governors of of several states are surging forces down there. We have put up, you know, impenetrable areas where we can. And anytime the uh, the the illegals, you know, encounter our guys at those impenetrable places, they just go where the U.S. federal government says, "Come on in." And you're right. Correct. I mean, what we what we need to do, obviously, is to, and I've said this over and over again, we're going to stand up and militarize the border, and we're going to stop this all the way up and down the border, and the federal government can go to hell. We've got the Tenth Amendment in the Constitution, and we will defend our own border here, you know? But, then we need to definitely stand up and do that because the government on the federal side is definitely not upholding their part of the deal. That's right, and they're not, and thank you, Andrew, great call. You're, they're, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing in defending our country. They are working against us in every single way. The, the, the agencies of this country have become so corrupt and so weaponized against the American people that they're actually fighting against us. <laughs> you know, it's not just the IRS or the FBI. Christopher Ray this week was a freaking joke. Freaking joke. And again, I'm going to go back to this. I, I brought it up last hour. For those of you who just now listened, you know, the Booger Sugar stuff up in the White House. And the, these folks from the FBI and Homeland Security and Secret Service who worked on this case says, we can't find whose it was. Oh, bullcrap. You know exactly whose it was. But here's the thing. It's not about the cocaine. It's about them saying we can't find who it is. They're insulting the intelligence of the American people, and they're working against the American people. And Andrew's right. You know, we need some, some Republicans that are going to grow up here and go down there and demand that they, that they stop. And I've said it all along. They hold the purse strings. You just stop funding these folks. Cut off the funding for the U.S. Border Patrol. If that's how they're doing it, if they're fighting against us, if they are fighting against protection of our border, Cut off the funding. We're not going to send you more money. Cut off the funding for the Secret Service because you obviously know who to cocoa is, Hunter, but you're going you're, you're to roll over for a crackhead. Same thing with the FBI, same thing with Homeland. Any, any of these agencies that are weaponized against the American people, stop paying them now. Stop it. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not protecting the citizens of this nation. Why do you keep funding them? Why do you keep paying them when they're not doing what they're supposed to do? You are paying them to endanger Americans. Stop it. Quit. We'll bring it up with Chip Roy in the next half hour as well. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, this is Danny Bowes from Southwest Metal Roofing Systems. All right, uh, 623 at KTSA. Trey Ware here. A couple of texts that have come in. Doing squats at the gym, busting a gut between booger sugar cover-up and the young birthing person chiming in on the comments. 
Did you know, Elaine, that you're a birthing person? This is Rodney while he's working out. He says he loves it when you pipe in, and he loved your comment about who's driving the Bentley at the Secret Service. <laughs> that was the best line of the morning so far. That was good. Here's another one. Good morning, Trey. You are absolutely right. On Getter, I has, I've seen a video of the Border Patrol cutting the razor wire and allowing illegal alien invaders into our country. Why can't Abbott sign an executive order and remove all the Border Patrol from the Texas border? BP's actions are traitorous. They should be ashamed of themselves because they are putting Americans in danger. This lawlessness needs to end. I wish you would come back together. Have a great day. Gloria. Thank you, Gloria. Appreciate that very much. I really haven't looked at my Getter account in a while. I, I will take a look at it. Uh, I've been focused on uh, IG, Facebook, and uh, and Twitter. But you're probably right. You probably I probably need to do more over there. Uh, I just, you know, I, I can't. I I got friends that are Border Patrol, and I hear from you guys. And I don't want to just come down crashing on a Border Patrol, but this is true. This is going on. And, guys, you can ignore an unlawful order. That's part of being in these services. You do not have to follow an unlawful order. And at some point, I say the same thing that I say to the FBI agents in the field and to the Homeland Security agents and to the Secret Service agents in the field. At some point, you guys are going to have to stand up. If you want to protect this country for your children and your grandchildren, you are going to have to stand up against the weaponization of what's happening in the swamp in Washington, D.C. that has spread all across this country. It is unconscionable that the Border Patrol would be cutting the wire to allow people into this country. The Border Patrol was fighting against Greg uh, Abbott's buoys going out of the water. The Border Patrol, time and time again, and I've seen the videos and talked to people, are welcoming people in. When our DPS has them stopped dead on the riverbank, the Border Patrol allows them to come across. Stop it. Quit. Your job is to keep those people out, not bring them in and disperse them and distribute them across the country. They must go through a lawful port of entry to get into the United States. Quit welcoming them in. Quit sabotaging what what the state of texas is attempting to do to protect this country knock it off and if you don't feel like you can ignore or go against an unlawful order then quit have some self-respect have some respect for the rest of us here have some respect for the united states and quit go find another job somewhere my god they're out there everywhere go get a job doing something else but don't don't have a job for one more minute working against the united states please i'm begging you stop it is the future of our country you're screwing around with here by following alejandro mayorkas and doing what he tells you to do the man is cheap the man is horrible he's not an american He's not working for the people of this country. He's working for the globalist agenda. Don't go along with him. Quit. Celeste, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Yes, thank you for taking my call. I, I empathize with the Border Patrol because I myself, I left classroom teaching a few years before I was eligible for retirement, but I just couldn't do it anymore because, Trey, what you were saying, I reached that point where the old saying, you can keep your job or you can keep your integrity, but you can't keep both. That's right. And I finally realized I'm living on a lot less now, but but I do, I can look at myself in the mirror. But more importantly, I can speak freely against 
what's really going on in the school districts because I've separated That's right. from That's right. my job. But thank you. Thank you, sir. Thanks for thanks for calling, Celeste. I really appreciate you. Uh, 210-599-5555. The booger sugar cover-up at Joe Obama's White House is real. We'll talk a little bit about it next half hour along with Chip Roy. He's going to join me. And Seattle Public Schools. Working against parents, not with parents, but against them. I'll tell you more about that coming up. Uvalco is in Uvalde. It's in Casterville and in Bernie. And I love telling you about Uvalco. Been around for 38 years with the greatest farm and ranch supplies for people out there doing it every day. But Uvalco also has that Mahindra rock sore. Now, we've been talking about Mahindra for what? I've been around for... I don't know, 100 years? I don't know. However long Mahindra's been around making tractors, one of the finest and strongest tractors that you're going to find anywhere is Mahindra, and we all know that. Well, now they're making this Roxor, which is this UTV. It's a side-by-side. It looks like an old wartime Jeep. It's solid steel, got great accessories on it. And, by the way, you can trick it out any way you want to. going to give you $300 to do that when you buy one. And you can get them in, you know, multiple colors. I love the Army green. I really do. Um, the engine in there is that Mahindra turbo diesel. So it's strong and it lasts and you don't have to worry about trying to find batteries because it's all electric and all that. No, put some diesel in there and get on the ranch, get on the deer lease, get on your property and do what you need to do. And you can put the big tough tires on it. You can put LED lights all over it. You can put gun racks. You can put seating in the back, whatever, however you want to trick it out. And they got guys at Uvalco to trick it out. Why don't you go test drive one this weekend like I did, and you're going to fall in love with the Mahindra Roxor at Uvalco just like I did. Uvalco is in Uvalde, Casterville, and Bernie. What's more magical than a trip to Disney World? How about a... Uh, good morning, 635 Trayware, 550 KTSA, FM 107.1, Trayware page, KTSA.com. All right, Don, Jimmy, Elaine, I keep getting these emails from some guy named Charles, okay? I think it's Charles. And uh, he's he's inquiring once again. This is like the third or fourth time. Hi again. I wanted to follow up on my previous email regarding our interest in purchasing your website, KTSA.com. <laughs> is this guy a Nigerian prince and you won the lottery? <laughs> yeah. Nobody won last night, by the way, right? So yep. yeah, Powerball and Mega Millions both is going to be huge. Yeah. I hope you had time to think about the proposal and consider whether it might be a good fit for you. In case you've already determined the current value of your site, please inform me. So what do you think we ought to put the current value of KTSA.com? $100 million. You want to sell it to him? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hold we on. each get $25 million. Okay. Who's going to know? All right. Well, let's, okay. Uh, n- nobody. No. Portland wouldn't know. The guys I'll, here are not going to know. I'll Who's going to know? Hey, I'll give him my dang password for $25 million. See, huh. there you go. Yeah. And probably the email password, too, wouldn't you? Why not? 25 mil? Sure. Get on down the road. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, $25 million. This no, is... $100 million. Oh, we're making 100, 100 million, okay. so we each get 25 oh, ah, million. Okay, all right. Yeah, Sean, okay. Sean needs some. Jack needs right. some money. So I'm cutting it short for everybody. Huh? It's a dude. Elaine wasn't in on it. She was on the phone. It's a dude who wants to buy KTSA.com. He keeps sending me emails over and over again. He wants to buy. I don't care. I'll sell it to him. All he's got to do is send me the check. Huh? Don't reply. What do you mean, don't reply? No. I want 100 million bucks. Are you yeah. kidding me? We're going to cut you in, Elaine. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, Elaine, you're getting 25 mil out of this deal. All you got to do is say yes to send it, send it to Elaine's account. You can have some nice chonklas for your dogs, an air-conditioned doghouse. You don't have to walk, you know, you tornado. Know. What's the name of your dog? Moonshine. 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 You don't have to walk moonshine on the hot ground anymore, right? Oh, she does not. So you want to have to. She has a stroller. 
She has a stroller. <laughs> she really does. Yes. No, I'm not kidding. She, she does. does. Have you ever seen it? No. No, she has a, 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 her dog a stroller, stroller for your dog? Yeah. Yes. And it's a dog stroller. It's not a human stroller. Wow. It's, it's air conditioned, and uh, and she's got a chauffeur. <laughs> She's got little misters in the stroller. She got a mister in the stroller. Oh, my God. Like you have a mister in your car, except a different kind of mister. Dog lives better than I do. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, Don, you don't know the half of it. You don't. This dog eats steak. Remember that old song by Iggy and the Stooges, I Want to Be Your Dog? (laughs) I Want to Be Your Dog. Moonshine is spoiled. Dang. I have said for a long time that if, you know, and I don't believe that reincarnation is real, but if it were, I'd want to come back as a dog in the warehouse. I really would. But in your place? Yes. What's wrong with you? I mean, why can't you just be the, you know, what's wrong with that? Because i got to get up and come do this, but the dog, he just lays there. He doesn't do nothing. He doesn't right. go anywhere, do anything. Yeah, I know. He, do, he You know, he, he used to follow Nancy around every time she'd get up and walk It somewhere. was Romeo, and what was the other? Hamlet. Ham- what? Hamlet. Hamlet. Ro- yeah, Romeo and Hamlet. We were, you know. Oh. It was part pig. <laughs> no, we were no, big, big, big Shakespeare sleep. fans. Did they sleep with you guys? Uh, no. No, they had their own room. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, okay? Yeah. All right. In that, uh, when Nancy would leave town, I would bring the boys into the bed with me. Oh. Uh. Because, you know, Dave's lonely, and so was us. I'd bring him into bed with me. But whenever she was there, no, they had their own room. And they would go they have to go sleep in their own room. And it's funny because Romeo, he would lay on her lap while they watched TV in the evenings. Right. And all I'd have to do is stand up and go, all right, Romeo, bedtime. And he would get that evil look on his face and start growling at me. Yeah. I wouldn't even have to, like, reach yeah. for him. All I'd say, bedtime, Romeo. <laughs> what? I'm just, it's bedtime. Let's go. Because she's a and Nancy's a night owl, and you go to bed at six o'clock. Well, I go to bed, yeah. I go to bed, right. you know, about seven, six to seven, and yeah, she she comes to bed about midnight. About the time I'm getting up, she's coming to bed. <laughs> we, in fact, we'll cross at the at the threshold every once in a while. There you go. But uh, two little bullshit Susan. and I got to tell you, they were fun. If you ever want a really fun, loving dog, get yourself a couple of bullshit Shih Tzus because they are just the. We always had the real big monster dogs, you know, yeah. uh, the labs, and I always had those, and I love them, you know. Last big dog I had was Lassie, and, you know, like Lassie, you know, and he was amazing. His name was Caesar, and he was a fantastic dog. Somebody took him out. Somebody poisoned him. Can you believe that? What? Yes, yeah, wow. a terrible story. Why I'll tell you. Why would somebody do that? I have no idea because he was the sweetest, most docile. He didn't bark. He didn't, you know, he just laid around. Just people being buttholes that's yeah. all wow there's plenty of those in the world you know what i mean yeah that's true yeah so anyway no the, the, i'll be talking about some at seven tune in <laughs> <laughs> are we going to change that to the uh, top of the hour butthole report hey why not at this point you know <laughs> done we should I've done everything else at this dun, point dun, dun, dun. Yeah. we can even get the big throated voice to, uh, to, to right. do a drop in yeah, like let's that, do that dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dare to be different seven o'clock don morgan okay yeah that's a good idea we can do Hey, listen, I'm going to take a break because uh, coming back, Chip Roy is going to join me, and we're going to talk about the booger sugar cover-up at Joe Obama's White House and La Border Patrol fighting against Texas, allowing illegal aliens to get into the country. All that emas coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt. Uh, good morning, 635. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. All right, Don, Jimmy, Elaine, I keep getting these emails from some guy named Charles. Okay? 
Yeah, I think it's Charles. And uh, he's he's inquiring once again. This is like the third or fourth time. Hi again. I wanted to follow up on my previous email regarding our interest in purchasing your website, KTSA.com. <laughs> is this guy a Nigerian prince and you won the lottery? <laughs> yeah. Nobody won last night, by the way, right? So. Yep. Yeah, Powerball and Mega Millions both is going to be huge. I hope you had time to think about the proposal and consider whether it might be a good fit for you. In case you've already determined the current value of your site, please inform me. So what do you think we ought to put the current value of KTSA.com? $100 million. You want to sell it to him? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We each get $25 million. Who's going to know? All right. Well, let's, okay. Uh, Nobody. No. Portland wouldn't know. The guys here are not going to know. Who's going to know? Hey, I'll give them my dang password for $25 million. See, there you go. And probably the email password, too, wouldn't you? Why not? 25 mil? Sure. Get on down the road. Yeah. Uh, Okay, uh, $25 million. This is... $100 million. Oh, we're making a hundred okay. million, so we each get twenty-five. Oh, ah, okay, all right. Yeah, Sean, okay. Sean needs some. Jack needs uh, some money. So I'm cutting it short for everybody. Huh? It's a dude. Elaine wasn't in on it. She was on the phone. It's a dude who wants to buy KTSA.com. He keeps sending me emails over and over again. He wants to buy. I don't care. I'll sell it to him. All he's got to do is send me the check. Huh? Don't reply. What do you mean? Don't reply. No. I want a hundred million bucks. Are you yeah. kidding me? We're gonna cut you in, Elaine. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, Elaine, you're getting twenty-five mil out of this deal. <laughs> All you got to do is say yes to send it. Send it to Elaine's account. You can have some nice chocolates for your dogs, an air conditioned dog house. You don't have to walk. You know, you tornado. Know. What's the name of your dog? Moonshine. 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 You don't have to walk moonshine on the hot ground anymore, oh, right? She does not. Have so you want to have to? She has a stroller. <laughs> she has a stroller. <laughs> she really does. Yes. No, I'm not kidding. She, she does. Have. have you ever seen it? No. No, she has a, 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 her dog a stroller has a for your dog. Yeah. Yes. And it's a dog stroller. It's not a human stroller. No. It's, wow. it's air conditioned. And uh, and she's got a chauffeur. She's got <laughs> little misters in the stroller. She got a mister in the stroller. <laughs> oh my god! Like you have a mister in your car, except you know, a different kind of mister. <laughs> dog lives better than I do. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. oh, Don, you don't know the half of it. You don't. Remember this dog old, eats uh, steak. Remember that old song by Iggy and the Stooges? I want to be your dog. <laughs> I want to be your dog. <laughs> Moonshine is spoiled. Dang. I have said for a long time that if, you know, and I don't believe that reincarnation is real, but if it were, I'd want to come back as a dog in the warehouse. I really would. But in your place? Yes. What's wrong with you? I mean, why can't you just be the, you know, what's wrong with that? Because i got to get up and come do this, but the dog, he just lays there. He doesn't do nothing. He doesn't right. go anywhere, do anything. Yeah, I know. He, do, he You know, he, he used to follow Nancy around every time she'd get up and walk It somewhere. was Romeo, and what was the other? Hamlet. Ham- what? Hamlet. Hamlet. Ro- yeah, Romeo and Hamlet. We were, you know. Aww. It was part pig. <laughs> no, we were big, no, big, big Shakespeare fans. Did they sleep with you guys? Uh, no. No, they had their own room. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, okay? Yeah. All right. In that, uh, when Nancy would leave town, I would bring the boys into the bed with me. Oh. Uh. Because, you know, days lonely, and so was us. I'd bring him into bed with me. But uh, whenever she was there, no, they had their own room. And they would go, they had to go sleep in their own room. And it's funny because Romeo, he would lay on her lap while they watched TV in the evenings. Right. And all I'd have to do is stand up and go, all right, Romeo, bedtime. And he would get that evil look on his face and start growling at me. Yeah. I wouldn't even have to, like, reach yeah. for him. All I'd say, bedtime, Romeo. <laughs> what? I'm just, it's bedtime. Let's go. 
That's because she's a and Nancy's a night owl, and you go to bed at six o'clock. Well, I go to bed. Yeah, I go to bed. Right. You know, about seven, six to seven, and yeah, she she comes to bed about midnight. About the time I'm getting up, she's coming to bed. <laughs> we, in fact, we'll cross at the at the threshold every once in a while. There you go. But uh, two little bullshit shih tzus, and I got to tell you, they were fun. If you ever want a really fun, loving dog, get yourself a couple of bullshit shih tzus because they are just the. We always had the real big monster dogs, you know, yeah. uh, the labs, and I always had those, and I love them, you know. Last big dog I had was Lassie, and, you know, like Lassie, you know, and he was amazing. His name was Caesar, and he was a fantastic dog. Somebody took him out. Somebody poisoned him. Can you believe that? What? Yes, yeah, wow. a terrible story. Why I'll tell you. would somebody do that? I have no idea because he was the sweetest, most docile. He didn't bark. He didn't, you know, he just laid around. Just people being buttholes that's yeah. all wow there's plenty of those in the world you know what i mean yeah that's true yeah so anyway no the, the, i'll be talking about some at seven Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to change that to the uh top of the hour butthole report hey why not at this point you know <laughs> done we should I've done everything else at this dun, point dun, dun, dun. Yeah. we can even get the big throated voice to, uh, d- to right. do a drop in yeah, like let's that, do that dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dare to be different seven o'clock don morgan okay yeah that's a good idea we can do Hey, listen, I'm going to take a break because uh, coming back, Chip Roy is going to join me, and we're going to talk about the booger sugar cover-up at Joe Obama's White House and La Border Patrol fighting against Texas, allowing illegal aliens to get out of the country. All that emas coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt. 6.45 at KTSA. It's Funky Friday. Now, Joe Obama yesterday called up 3,000 reservists to support the Ukrainian war. Not one has he called up to go to the border and defend our own country, but he'll defend Ukraine, right? About 100,000-plus U.S. troops are in that area now. The White House and the Pentagon are assuring us that they won't be used in the conflict. They're just there to support Ukraine in the war against Russia, blah, blah, freaking blah. Not buying it, but whatever. They're calling him up, and what he's doing, in my estimation, every move that he's made, he's saying to Vladimir Putin, we're here and we're ready. You punch first, and World War Three will be on. 61% believe Hunter got special treatment and the plea deal. Of course he did. He got special treatment with the booger sugar cover-up at Joe Obama's White House, too. 49% of Democrats agree that Hunter got special treatment. His court date is coming up on July 26. By the way, Hunter's attorney, this is funny, sent a cease and desist letter to Donald Trump over social media posts saying that Hunter's going to get hurt by what you're posting, Donald Trump. You need to stop. Now, these are the same people that sent uh, or ha- spent how many years defaming and slandering threatening Donald Trump, calling him in every name, you know, doing all that they could to to get him uh, hurt. And they're worried about Hunter Biden. Let me tell you what, the biggest threat to Hunter Biden's health and safety is his own nose, okay? His own nose. Of course, Joe Obama went a little bit crazy when he was talking yesterday in Finland, which he, he turned and thanked the leader of Iceland for hosting him. I'd like to thank the uh, leader of Iceland here. He's a great man. I love your country, your Iceland country. This was after he missed the major dinner. The White House said he was just tired, too tired. Yeah, okay, now we know why. 
Because yesterday, as he was wrapping up the trip, he was ushered around by other NATO leaders once again, constantly confused where to go, what to do. He, of course, at the presser yesterday, pulled out an approved list of reporters to call on. And you know how they put their picture on there, and he's got that little thing, and he's got calling on the ones that they told him to call on and so on. And he was asked a question, and I'm going to quote the answer. The answer was, quote, Fredrickson of Denmark and uh, the Manada, the ministry, the Manada, the Minerises. Do you have any idea what a Minerisi is? Of Kobanlin. Of Kobanlin. Daughter of Ireland, uh, the daughter of Ireland. You can tell that's a 40s up, I'm thinking of home, of the daughter of Iceland. And I, um, uh, I, uh, uh, I want to say I think we've had a very productive summit. And then, as he was asked questions, he couldn't hear people ask questions. Now, I, ha- I was born with hearing loss. I have, I have a hearing impairment. Okay, so I know how frustrating this is, and I'm not making fun of this guy. What I'm, t- what I'm telling you is, he is the president of the United States and the leader of the free world. He is in no mental or physical condition to be holding those posts and doing those jobs and they were in this room and he couldn't answer the questions because he doesn't have the mental capacity to do it anymore and uh the excuse that the white house gave was well he couldn't hear the questions because they were in an echoey room they couldn't hear the questions well then get him a set of hearing aids at work so he can hear the questions that's a bunch of bull crap, and we all know it. And see, all of this is nothing more than an insult to our intelligence, right? And then he heads to Air Force One, and they're not using the big tall stairs up to the side of Air Force One anymore because he keeps falling up and down every time he goes up and down those stairs. So there's stairs in the belly of the airplane. And instead of like 50 steps to go up the big stairs, the little stairs in the bottom, in the, in the belly of the airplane, there's only about six of them. He stumbled and fell on those two, tripped yesterday. What was really interesting was he was asked by a reporter in Finland, not Iceland, in Finland, what do you think is going to happen when these people join NATO? Is it going to be a guarantee to protect them? And he said, you can't be guaranteed to get home tonight. So, again, and I'm faithful to you to report to you when this kind of stuff happens so that you know the situation that we're in. But I got a list here. FBI and Christopher Wray this week in front of Congress and his obstruction. He's an obstructionist. The woke military. The booger sugar cover-up at Joe Obama's White House and the Border Patrol fighting the DPS to keep uh, the flow of immigrants coming into the country. These are the things that I really think we have a crisis in this country because people like myself, and I'm sure many of you, are losing faith in our institutions because it's clear from the FBI to the military to the Secret Service and Homeland Security, they're fighting against the American people, not for them. One person, one person who is fighting for you is my congressman, Chip Roy, from here in Texas. He's fighting for you every day. And if you don't believe me, follow him on Twitter, and you'll see him go in, go after people like he did with the FBI director the other day. Congressman, it's great to have you back on the show. Good morning, sir. 
great to be on, Trey. Uh, forgive my voice is a little worse for the wear. Been up to about three in the morning the last two nights with the uh, National Defense Authorization Act. But uh, great to be on the show, buddy. I appreciate you being here, and I thank you for taking the time to, to report to us as to what's going on. Let's pick up on that right now. Uh, one of the things that's been important to our pro-life uh, listeners, and you know our audience is very strongly pro-life, is that uh, that amendment that passed saying that in the uh, Defense Author- uh, Authorization Act they won't be able to use taxpayer dollars to uh, for, for abortions. I think it's a great move. Well, thanks, Trey. I did a lot of work the last few days to get that in there. Now, we're a far cry from getting it implemented, right, because we're, we're just getting something through the House. you got to get to the Senate. you got to get the president to sign it. But every year, just for your listener, you know, we, we, we vote on the National Defense Authorization Act. We've done it every year for 60-plus years. So it, it's viewed in this town as a must-pass piece of legislation. It's usually turned into a big Christmas tree, a big bipartisan kind of love fest. And we've been, we managed to break the back of that and turn it into a serious, uh, more conservative, not perfect, but more conservative uh, bill. And uh, in particular, we're able to get the amendment passed yesterday that would uh, restrain the president from ignoring existing law uh, and, uh, you know, basically allowing, you know, taxpayer funding to go to abortion and other social engineering. And again, we're not the ones trying to inject culture wars into this. It's, it's my Democratic colleagues that are turning the Defense Department into a social engineering experiment wrapped in a uniform, and we're trying to peel that back. We're trying to, you know, stop that. And then we also were able to get an amendment passed uh, to stop the uh, transgender surgeries and those kinds of things. So uh, a lot of DEI improvements. I got, a, I got an amendment passed to end the chief diversity officer and stop funding for it to end critical race theory in DOD schools. Um, we got a lot of really good things. Now, again, there's some things we didn't, we didn't get. We, we didn't get the $300 million uh, for Ukraine funding uh, pulled out of it. Uh, so we're still fighting for some things this morning, and we'll see what happens. Well, I got to tell you, and I read this uh, on the air the other day, we are talking about the race and gender-based uh, uh, move up for military promotions. And the Biden administration is fighting for that. They want, of course, ID politics to be a part of our military instead of, as you and I want, people who can kill people and shoot bullets and fly airplanes. That's what we want. I don't really care what you look like. I want you to be able to do the job. Here's your quote. What we're trying to do is move to a colorblind, race-neutral worldview where we're focused on building a national defense and a military that is focused on, you know, blowing things up and killing people, not on social engineering wrapped in a uniform. Way to go. That's, that is a classic line right there, but I know you believe it. It's not just a line. Well, yeah, I mean, look, everything about what we should be doing in this country, not just in the Department of Defense, is face is 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 moving our world towards a uh, race neutral, colorblind world, right? That's that's where we were trying to head to eliminate the scourge of the of of racism and to go back and actually honor what we were trying to do in the founding, which which we failed um, in terms of where our country was. But we 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 moved it forward. Now we're going backwards. We're making everything about race. We're dividing us by race. So. We're trying to stop that. We want the Department of Defense to be focused on its core mission. Uh, we don't want rainbow-tipped bullets from the Marine Corps. We don't want, you know, critical race theory in, in the Department of Defense schools. 
We don't want diversity officers who go around talking about, you know, caudacity and, you know, white whiteness and white privilege. It's just crazy. So we're making some headway. And I'll tell you this, our Democratic colleagues were shell-shocked that we were able to be united and we were forcing this down their throats to to get this uh, to the right place. But we'll see what happens today. Like I said, we have a Ukraine problem today uh, where we're trying to figure out how to move this forward. we got so many really good things in the bill, but uh, we got some work to do this morning to figure out what's going to happen. You've been to the White House. I've been to the White House. Um, there is no way you can carry a bag of cocaine in the White House unless you're a family member or you're one of the higher echelon in the uh, in the government. There's no way. It's an impossibility. And uh, And now the Secret Service and the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security saying that they work together on this and they um, they are now insulting our intelligence by telling us they can't figure out who brought cocaine into the White House. And the issue to me is not the cocaine. The issue is uh, these agencies who are weaponized against the American people. And your colleague Jim Jordan with the Weaponization Committee is working on this very hard. But uh, to to say to us that we can't we can't protect this, and then and then the president be completely silent on this issue. Uh, you know, I would be standing on every chair in that joint screaming about, uh, I want protection for my people and for my family who happen to live in this house. But yet, you know, no big deal. So that that white powder that turned out to be cocaine could have been anthrax, could have been rices, and everybody in that place could have been dead. Well, it's amazing, you know, for, for a brief spell, right, they were locking the White House down because you got to figure out what the substance is. If it is anthrax, they have a responsibility, a duty to protect the president and the family and the people who work there. Uh, they determined it's cocaine. And, and my, my point is, well, now the Secret Service is saying, oh, uh, you know, well, we don't know who it was. We didn't have cameras. We didn't have fingerprints, whatever it is. And, you know, this is crazy, right? This is the most secure building in the planet. Mm-hmm. And these guys are trying to tell us that they have no way to figure out where that came from, whose it was, because I promise you, if it were anthrax, They'd be figuring it out so Mm -hmm. they could try to protect the president of the United States as they're obligated to do. This smells very bad. Um, You know, there need to be hearings to try to figure out what's going on. Again, not so much because of the specific cocaine that was found, although that's highly troubling in and of itself. But just because what what on earth is going on that the Secret Service of the United States is just saying, yes, sorry, nothing to see here. Move on. So. We've got some more work to do there. I mean, obviously, we're having lots of hearings. Uh, hearings aren't good enough, to be clear. Mm. We need action. Yeah. But we're having lots of hearings. Uh, we had the Christopher Ray hearing. We had uh, Durham two weeks ago uh, trying to, you know, highlight this for the American people. Well, I will let you go because we've got top of the hour coming up. But you're, you're on the right path. And the key to this, to stopping all this, because people have lost faith and trust in the institutions. There's no doubt about it. You can't trust the Border Patrol. You can't trust the people in the, the FBI. All these institutions, we've lost faith and trust in those institutions because of the people that have weaponized them against our own country. But you're on the right track because the key to this is taking the money from them, defunding them until they get their act together. Well, that's what we're working on. We've got the appropriations process coming up. Uh, I don't believe that we should be giving them money uh, without making changes. That's the power of the purse that James Madison and the founders gave us. And, uh, again, I, no promises. I, it's tough getting everything worked through here, but we are moving the needle. It's not as fast as you or I would prefer, but we're making some changes, um, and we're doing what we can to, to try to stop what this administration is doing. We'll keep fighting for you all. Um, God bless. 
You too, Chip. Thank you very much for what you do. Congressman Chip Roy here on KTSA, working hard. Rest the voice, my man. All right, uh, Warren Rima coming up next, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by 